The following is another Classic Hits Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Basketball. Baseball pass to break the press. Michelson again. Bounce pass Shockey. They know how to run that. Shockey lays it up and in. And an 8-0 run to start the third quarter here for Amherst. Tonight, it's a Fort Kearney Conference doubleheader from Sumner as the SEM Mustangs battle the Amherst Broncos. High School Basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. Schroeder picked up their man-to-man by Quintana. Picks up his dribble, gives it to Eggleston. Eggleston near midcourt now. Slow drive right side. Kick over here for Nathan Schroeder. Schroeder on the baseline. Good ball fake. Puts up the shot and he's fouled. And he hit the shot. Both girls' teams are coming off wins and look to keep their winning streak going tonight. The boys will feature the top two seeds in next week's conference tournament. And the winner will be alone at the top in the league standings. It's the Broncos and Mustangs coming up next. But for your new Tech Seed pregame show... We'll take you live to Sumner with KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. And welcome back, everyone, to Fort Kearney Conference Basketball on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com with our producer-engineer, Ed Smith. Doug did it with you here at SEM High School. As we are playing for the lead, the regular season of the Fort Kearney Conference, Amherst and SEM both undefeated in the conference and SEM undefeated for the year. Amherst only lost in their first 16 games to C1 State-rated Kearney Catholic in their holiday tournament championship game. In the girls' contest, it was a little more offensive in the first half and a little more defensive in the second half. And Amherst able to win their third game in a row, downing the SEM Lady Mustangs by a score of 47-36. to This is the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. Right now, the Nebraska men are playing. Uh, last check, 20-20. to 20. I'll update you throughout this ball game on how the Huskers are doing at Northwestern. And the Nebraska women, not good tonight. It wasn't close, and it wasn't close early. Purdue, 88. Nebraska, 45 in the women's game. And uh, we will keep you up to date, as I said, on the men's contest. Boys' game should be a dandy. We'll look at the starters right after this. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel seed dealer. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. 
First off for the visitors from Amherst, number 10, 5'9", inch senior, Trevor Adelung. Number 14, a 6'2-inch junior, Holden Eckhout. Number 24, a 5'11-inch senior, Clay Lucas. Number 32, 6'0 junior, Grant Bergstrom. And number 40, 6'4 junior, Dakota Abbott. The head coach of the Broncos is Bill Giffen, assisted by Les Adelung, John Klosterman, and Eric Rippon. They are 15-1 on the season, and Amherst is ranked third behind Hastings, St. Cecilia, and Elmwood Murdoch in Class C2. Now let's take a look at the starting lineup for the SEM Mustangs. They'll go with the same starters as they've been going with, just like Amherst. Number 12, a 5'7 senior, Zarin Schroeder. Number 14, 6'1", senior, Jason Line. Number 22, 5'11", senior, Nathan Schroeder. Number 24, 6'3", senior, Trace Claflin. And number 30, a 5'10", senior, Micah Eggleston. The head coach of the SEM Mustangs is Darby Line, assisted by Dylan Line. SEM 11-0 on the season, ranked ninth in Class D2. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll be right back. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. As a proud supporter of the athletes and academics, Scott of Slyker Heating and Air Conditioning would like to extend a great thank you to everyone. When you need a new unit or service on your furnace, air conditioner, or heat pump, trust Slyker Heating and Air. Scott takes great pride in his community and in all the athletes in and out of the game. From the smallest job to the biggest, Slyker does it personally so you know you can trust that it's done right. Slyker Heating and Air, serving Cumro and surrounding area. We are on a mission for more. At Producers Hybrids, we think, work, and live outside the bag. That's what makes us different. As the leader in the Western Corn Belt, we focus on superior products, elite genetics, and cutting-edge trait technologies. We are exceedingly greater and out-yield the rest. Contact your local dealer, Jared Kenny, today at 308-440-9832 or visit ProducersHybrids.com. We are Producers Hybrids. Let's take a look at our injury report, which is good. There isn't one. <laughs> That's a good point as we get into the FKC tournament. So both teams are healthy and ready to go. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Well, a special presentation being made right now before the ball game here, and why not do it at a jam-packed crowd? The Hoos family and whose parents are being honored here uh, for their longtime support at the SEM schools. And we also want to mention here in our pregame uh, our thoughts with the Neal family over at Amherst. Uh, there was a, a wreck with the three boys coming to school today, and they're a little banged up, but uh, word from the Amherst faithful say that it looks like uh, they're going to be okay. But uh, So our thoughts to the uh, Neal family uh, from Amherst as uh, Colton is a member of the basketball team on the JV 
but uh, and his younger brothers uh, slid off the road uh, today in a car wreck. So our best to them. And we will take a break here and be ready for basketball momentarily as the pregame uh, presentation continues. Don't forget, you can also hear all of our contests online. The Internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln, PlatteRiverPreps.com. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. Today's farm tractor is a workhorse for farmers and ranchers. That is why Stryker Tractor Service of Eddyville is in such demand. With over 40 years of experience, they repair and offer free troubleshooting advice on all tractors. Stryker Tractor Service sells used tractors and stocks a variety of starters, alternators, and clutches. To keep your workhorse going strong, call Stryker Tractor Service in Eddyville. Is a proud sponsor of this broadcast. Good luck from everyone at Stryker Tractor Service. Glad to have you along with us for this Thursday night of high school hoops. Nebraska basketball playing in the first half at Northwestern. Northwestern leads it 25-23 with three minutes to go in the first half of play. Again, Nebraska women uh, beaten 88-45 by Purdue tonight. Want to remind you that we've got plenty of action coming up uh, over the weekend. Carney High basketball. Uh, three games in a row here over the next week. Tomorrow night here on Classic Hits, they'll be at Omaha West Side. The doubleheader begins at 5.30 Saturday afternoon. They'll be at Lincoln High on ESPN, 1460 AM. That begins at 2.45. And then Tuesday night on ESPN, Carney High will host Hastings, and that gets underway at 6 o'clock. Don't forget that the Lou Platt and Fort Carney Conference basketball tournaments are next week. Of course, these two teams are the uh, one and two seeds on the boys' side and will host Tuesday night quarterfinal action. We will have the semifinals next Thursday and Friday and the championships on Saturday from the Viero Events Center again in Kearney as we have continued to cover the FKC tournament every single year, at least since we've been around. That's been quite a while. Maybe not as long as the Hoos family here at SEM, but quite a while on ESPN 1460 and 1550. And then from Gibbon next Thursday and Friday and Saturday in the Luplatt Conference semifinals and finals here on Classic Hits 98-9. Tuesday, we'll also have the Kearney Catholic quarterfinals. The girls will play at six against either Gibbon or Centura, and the boys will take on Ravenna. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. Proud to support our area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. We'll tip it off next. As a soybean grower, what does it mean when DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go? When it's planting time, they deliver seed when, where, and how you need it. Your local Pioneer team is on call to provide the service, products, and insight for your acres with soybean varieties that stand up to sudden death syndrome. Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, are your local Pioneer Seed dealers. Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success. With our producer-engineer, Ed Smith, Doug Duda, ready to go. The traveling red with gray and black trim for Amherst. They'll go from right to left. The home white with purple and gold trim for SEM. They'll move from left to right. Could see some fireworks here tonight. Dylan Line 
or excuse me, Jason Lyon averages 22 points a game. Trace Claflin, he's going to get you about 10 points and nine rebounds a game. Adelung leads the way for Amherst. He can get you 20 points a game. Eckhout 16, Lucas 11. Monty Kratzenstein ready to put the ball in the air, and the opening tip will be controlled by SEM, and we are underway for the lead in the FKC. Will it be a preview of the tournament championship? I know Overton and Elm Creek will have something to say about that. Wilcox Hildreth then a little too closely guarded out front with the basketball. Michael Eggleston, a hand-check foul on Grant Bergstrom. So the first foul of the game goes here on the Broncos. And SEM will throw it in. I thought we had a big cardboard check down there. I didn't know what we were doing, talking to the SEM faithful. As the first shot of the game will be from line, a fadeaway on the right baseline from 10. It's no good. The rebound will be brought down by Holden Eckout. Man-to-man defense here, it looks like, to start the game by SEM. With it is Adelung. Starts to drive, kicks it out to Lucas. Swing pass out on the wing to Grant Bergstrom. Staying outside the arc, Lucas drives baseline. Tries to kick it back to Dakota Abbott, but missed on him. Turnover, fast break the other way. The ball will be deflected away as they were trying to hit the outlet there in Zarin Schroeder. It is packed. This is what it was like all the time back in the day when this was the game in town. As Eggleston takes the inbounds pass in the right-hand corner, they're standing along the wall. There's not a lot of wall room here. And driving the baseline, a charging foul on Trace Claflin. And he banged his knee pretty hard as he ran right over the top of Dakota Abbott. And he's trying to shake that off as he comes up the floor. And the officials checking to see if he is okay. Coach Darby Line wants to make sure he's okay. He's not okay. But sometimes you whack that knee and you just can't do anything with it. Takes a little bit for it to heal up as Amherst will bring it quickly into Dakota Abbott, and this time Abbott will catch it, and Abbott will score, and our first points of the game. At the other end, line brings it in. Might have got tipped on the way up. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Eckout. Eckout into the double team. Jump pass over the top. 4-3 Bergstrom. It's no good. Boxing out the shooter is going to be Jason Line, and he'll get the rebound. Jason will push the ball up the floor, get it on the right wing, try to lob it down to the block. They'll get it to Schroeder. Nathan, double team, needs some help, has already used his dribble. He's not in the lane, and then just didn't know what to do with it. He was going to throw it out to line and threw it way over his head. And SEM is going to go to the bench. Still hobbled out there is Trace Claflin. He's their leading rebounder, and they're going to take him and Eggleston out of the contest. Kevin Bateo will check in as will Rhett Heckenlively. Again, saw SEM in the football season. There's not a lot of kids, not a lot of boys. I mean, it is D2, but not a lot of boys as the entry pass is going to be picked off by Heckenlively. Second Amherst turnover, and a lot of them are seniors as line goes coast to coast, and he is going to be fouled on the way up trying to knock it away was Clay Lucas, and he knew he got a little piece of him there on the way up. So two free throws coming up for line. That'll be the first foul on Lucas, second foul on Amherst. Just underway, 6.15 to go first quarter. Amherst got the first bucket. It's 2 to nothing. And the first free throw for Jason Line is up and in. Again, just the 12th game of the season for SEM. They don't overschedule. That's, they already have a light schedule, and they lost both games in the pre-holiday tournament to weather, so they haven't got to play very much. This free throw is up and in, so Line hits them both. And we are tied 2-2. They did play last Saturday against, or Friday against Eustace Farnham. And Adela takes it to the rack and draws the foul. 
This will be on Bateo. First foul of the game on SEM. Adelung to shoot two free throws. Averages just under 20 points per ball game. Has kind of increased that total since the holiday break. Lefty puts the free throw right up and through. Second free throw now for Adelung. It's on the way, and it is good. So Adelung hits them both, 4-2 Amherst, and they drop back. They're not pressing SEM. Of course, when you got somebody like Line, they don't want to. As driving, it'll be Eggleston. Hits it to the baseline, and the shot is up, and a foul called. Nathan Schroeder will go. So some early whistles here. And it'll be interesting to see the depth on both of the teams. Amherst probably going to have the better of that. The foul called here on Holden Eckout will be his first. And Schroeder will go to the line to shoot two. And the senior puts it up. And no good. All five starters seniors. Schroeder averages six and a half points a game. He gets you about six rebounds a game as well. And Zarin Schroeder back in. Schroeder, Bateo along with Hecken Lively, Eggleston, and now the free throw, Nathan Schroeder, bouncing around, setting on the rim. It won't go. Schroeder's able to save the basketball. Hecken Lively, excuse me, saves the basketball to Eggleston, drives through the baseline, underneath the hoop, gets trapped, throws it out, and it's going to be taken away. The steal made by Adelung. Adelung up the floor, leaves it for Eck out deep, left-hand corner, back out to Trevor on the wing. He can pull the trigger, him and Eck out. From a long way out, try to set a screen and roll here, but Abbott is covered. Back up top, they go to Lucas. Lucas attacks the lane, switches hands, and scores. Clay Lucas, a nice drive to the hoop, 6-2. to two. Running up to the other end of the floor will be SEM. They're not scared to get out and go, but right now, line is on the bench. With it is Eggleston. Micah gives it off the left-hand corner to Pateo. Kevin hands it off as they're running that weave towards the top of the circle around the arc. It's Zarin Schroeder. Now he stopped at the free throw line, needs some help. Back out, Eggleston. Micah will hold the basketball on Abbott. Left hand, dribble, drive, big contact. They let it go. Rebound brought down by Clay Lucas. Outlet pass, and it's going to be knocked away. Who will it go off of? Off of SEM. A good defensive play by Mateo to not let Grant Bergstrom get in there. But then they could not control the rebound. And back into the ball game will be Jason Line. Mateo will come out. And Trace Claflin will come back in after banging his knee. He's still kind of walking a little gingerly here. Let's hope it's just not an injury, just uh, a bruise or something like that. Top of the key, Adelon. Got to look at a three, and he buried it. First three of the game, and it is 9-2 to now. Amherst has jumped out by seven. Eggleston with the basketball. Looking to get it inside. They throw it to line out top, and it's behind him and turned over. Here comes Amherst with numbers. Now they slow it down and kick it to Adelung. He's thought about another three, but getting out there is Zarin Schroeder. Rotate it right side. Lucas try to force it in, and it's going to be knocked away by Claflin, and then we're going to get a jump ball, and the arrow will point the way of Amherst. So SEM getting a handle of the basketball, but could not control it. Three turnovers so far for SEM, two for Amherst. Amherst up 9-2, four and a half to go here in the first quarter. Inbounds pass, they hit it on the right elbow to Eckout. Back cut, Adelung, but couldn't, after he caught it, go anywhere. Dishes it off to Riley Thompson, who has checked in. Also, Trevor Lockhorn, the 6'4 junior. Back cut, Eckout, reverse layup, good on the assist from Lucas. And a solid start here for the Broncos. They are up by nine. 
And we're not quite midway through the first quarter. Can line get going here? On the right wing with it will be Schroeder. Back up to the center circle, and Coach Darby Line's going to call timeout. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 4.04 to go in the first quarter. Amherst 11 and SEM 2 here on Classic Hits. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Halftime in the Big Ten, Northwestern 32, Nebraska 29. Earlier tonight, the Amherst girls win over SEM 47-36, and the Amherst boys now have jumped out to an 11-2 lead, and SEM simply not getting shots right now. As Lyon will take it to the top of the circle out of the timeout, Jason trying to back in. They shadow him, kind of doubling him. He'll give it off to uh, Rhett Heckenlively. Heckenlively decides to attack the hoop, and he'll draw the foul. On his hip was Trevor Lockhorn. And that'll be the first foul on the big man, the 6'4 junior. It is the fourth foul on Amherst. And at the line will be Rhett Heckenlively. The only points that SEM has is from the charity stripe. No field goals in the first 4'10. And the free throw is up and good. Second free throw coming up. But first we get some substitutions back here for... Amherst re-entering the game will be Dakota Abbott and Riley Thompson. Grant Bergstrom stays in there with Trevor Lockhorn and Adelung. Second free throw, heckin' lively. It's good. And now they want to sub in. As heckin' lively will check out. Then Nathan Schroeder is back in. And it looks like the original El Boteo is in there. So Boteo, line, Schroeder, Claflin Eggleston. As Adelung tries to make him work, dribbles into a double team. Back out top to Riley Thompson. Thompson stutter dribble, kicks it into the corner to Grant Bergstrom, who immediately gets out of there. Now spins on Eggleston, takes it to the right baseline. Tough shot is good. Boy, Grant Bergstrom was pretty well covered even after he made a nifty crossover move at the top of the key. Eggleston drives into the paint, kicks it back out, finds Schroeder. Nathan has an opening, puts up the four-footer. It hit the heel, no good. Rebound by Adelung. Adelung with a left-hand dribble. Pulls up, fakes the three, gives it to Abbott, who shuffled the feet. And nailed a 16-footer right after he did that. That'll be the third turnover here on the Broncos. 13-4, Amherst leads it by nine. 3-12 to go in the first quarter. SEM hasn't been able to generate any offense. All free throws. And Lyon, who gets you about 22 a game, they have really done a good job on him, so they keep him out at the center circle here. Over to Mateo against the man-to-man into the corner. Claflin got by his defender, and he'll hit the seven-foot runner. Nice play by Trace Claflin, the first field goal of the game for SEM. 2.50 to go here in the first quarter, 13-6. Amherst by seven. Between the circles, they try to clear it out for Adelon. Nobody in the paint. He drives, kicks it out. Eck out, 4-3. It is no good. The rebound is tipped out by Clay Lucas. Ends up in the hands of Adelon, who drives the baseline. And his teardrop falls. Seven in the quarter for Trevor Adelung, 15-6. A nine-point lead again here for Amherst. SEM spreads the floor. Mateo starts to drive. High post, kicks it out on the wing to Micah Eggleston. Doesn't like what he saw. 
Trying to set up a lot of screen and roll, but Amherst is pretty good. Now line three, top of the key is too strong. Mateo able to save the rebound, gives it off to line. It won't go the second time, and the rebound brought down by Abbott. He'll quickly get into the hands of Adelung. Coast to coast, he got fouled. Will they count the shot? Yes, they will. A chance for a three-point play. Amherst feeling challenged. And come out of the gates here, trying to show that they are still the main man in the FKC. And as we said, so many of these folks just know each other, work with each other, heck, family with each other. And Adelung, a chance to complete the three-point play, and he does. It was the second foul on Mateo. Huge quarter here for Adelung, and now a 12-point lead as Heckin' Lively can't handle the pass, but he does save it back out top to Schroeder. Schroeder now tries to get it over to line. Miscommunication ball tipped away. SEM was looking for the foul call, didn't get it. Ten points for Trevor Adelung here in quarter number one. And SEM, again, has to find some offense. Amherst is going to score points. And they're going to get 20 or more here, it looks like, in the first quarter already at 18. With a basketball line, Jason Stutters crossover. He falls down. The ball is loose. The steal is made. Adelung gets it over to Clay Lucas. Turnover number four here for the Mustangs. Fast break. Cannot attack the hoop as SEM's back defensively. Grant Burks from right side of the key. Bounce passes a beauty underneath. And Eckout will finish with the left-hand layup. I don't know how that ball even got through there as Eggleston coast-to-coast draws the foul on Bergstrom. And that'll be the second on Grant. Fifteen foul on Amherst. But SEM really hasn't even been in close ball games. Even the win over Elm Creek, they won by 18. Their defense has been superb, but not so far tonight as the free throw is no good on Eggleston. Already four trips to the line here in the quarter for the Mustangs. A minute 15 to go in the first, 20 to 6 in favor of Amherst. Second free throw is up and good. So Micah Eggleston will get one, 20 to 7. Amherst by 13, a minute 10 to go as Adelung brings it into the front court, finds Lucas on the right wing. Give and go right back to Adelung. He's trapped to the baseline, back to Lucas. He'll put his head down, drive, runs over defender, nothing happens. Bodies on the floor, shot no good. There was a travel on Amherst that they let go because Lucas dove on the ball and slid. Amherst has the ball, Adelung, 4-3. It is no good, long rebound. Comes out to Dakota Abbott. They'll get another chance, and we've got a foul on SEM. Going for the steal, called on Zaren Schroeder. No, it's going to go the other way, on Amherst. And they'll call that on Adelung. So it'll be the first on Trevor. And again, fans very into it. With uh, all good old-fashioned rivalries. And SEM wants to win so bad, still looked at as the underdog, obviously, and just haven't been able to get going here. They won a couple of calls as Colin Jackson checks in for the Broncos. Off the high pick, it's going to be line. He has to take the turnaround jumper. It's off the mark, and the tip try is no good by Nathan Schroeder. Dakota Abbott gets the rebound. 25 seconds to go, and let's see if they hold for one. Doesn't look like it. Lucas wants to take his defender off the dribble, kicks it to Abbott. Back out top. They'll pass the three. Jackson with it now. Back out between the circles. Thomas. Riley. Right side of the key, drives and kicks to Abbott. We're down to 10. Back cut Lucas, and Lucas traveled with the basketball before there was a major collision. 
in the lane. Fourth turnover for the Broncos. Nine seconds to go here in the first quarter for SEM to try and drain a shot. Let's see if they can get a good looking one, see if they can make one. Inbounds pass comes to Zarin Schroeder. They've got to be looking for line. They get it to him with six. Into the corner, they give it to Claflin. Claflin off the screen, double teamed. Up top, Schroeder, a three to end the quarter is no good. And that is the end of one here in the battle of top two boys teams in the Fort Kearney Conference. Right now, it's all Amherst. Broncos 20, Mustangs 7. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trade technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. This is KKPR-FM, Kearney, Miller, Amherst, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We start the second quarter. SEM has the ball down 13. Schroeder on the right wing, up to Eggleston. Drop step into the double-team Claflin in the left-hand corner. Puts the ball on the floor into the paint. Pulls up from nine. It spins off the rim, no good. Ball tapped off the glass, and Dakota Abbott will have his fourth rebound. Adelung brings it up on the right wing for the Broncos. On the right block, they get it into Eckout. He backs in, and a foul called. Two free throws coming up for Holden Eckout. Probably didn't even really have to back in. He was so close when he got the entry pass. That's just kind of a habit deal to take that dribble. And the first of the two free throws is in and out. No good. The foul was on Jason Line. His first, fourth foul of the half on SEM, six have been called on Amherst, and we're just underway in the second quarter. Second free throw, Eck out. Got one of two. Holden with five points. Trevor Adelung leads the way with 15, or 10, excuse me, in the first half of play. Here's a three, Zaren Schroeder, no good. Abbott doing a great job of cleaning the glass right now. His fifth board, outlet pass Adelung, and he runs into a defender. He just didn't see him. Line, that was a big one because it was going to be the second on one of the two. And it's going to be the second on Adelung. Adelung saying, doesn't he have to give me room to come down? But line was there for quite a while. Adelung went up in the air with the back to the defender. And when he turned and came down, he just ran him right over. So the second foul for Adelung. And a break maybe for SEM. It was a, definitely a collision. But if line got his second foul, they're already not scoring. Claflin will try a three. Left-hand corner. It will not go. 0-4 from the outside. Rebound. Hold a neck out. A lot of one and duns. Only four boards in the whole game so far for SEM. Adelung stays in with the two fouls. Attacks the high post. Then gets out of there and hands it off to Lucas. On the wing. They'll get it to Bergstrom. Lob it over and the layup for Eckout. There was no backside help. They fronted Holden and Holden was able to take the lob to make it 23-7 line. A pull-up three way off Schroeder, the offensive putback from eight, though, will salvage the possession and get the bucket. 
His first of the game and only the second bucket of the entire game for SEM, 23-9. Eck out top of the key. He puts the dribble drive in line. Will block the shot as he takes it to the hoop. SEM comes up with it. Eggleston coast to coast. And they're going to call him for a travel. And Darby Lyons saying, how's that possible? He was dribbling the whole way down the floor. Must have shuffled the feet just before he went up for the layup. That'll be the fifth turnover here for... SEM, four so far in the game for Amherst, so that's been pretty even. 6.20 to go, quarter two, Amherst 23, and SEM nine on the right wing. Trying to get a little screen here with Abbott, screen and roll. It almost worked, but Heckin' Lively stepped in to get the late pass, and he will slow it down. Get it up ahead to line. Line sees a little bit of an opening, stops at the right elbow, kicks it to Heckin' Lively on the right wing. Back out to Jason. They open up the lane if he wants to drive. One dribble lost his balance and had to kick it back out to Schroeder, and the Mustangs will reset. Down 22 to 9, 23 to 9. 5.45 to go in the second quarter. Now SEM kind of holding the ball, waiting for somebody to do something. Line moves in. Eckout bangs on him a couple of times, and he gets it underneath the heckin' Lively, who lays it up and in. Line just kept on baiting Amherst to double him, and as soon as they did, he made the perfect pass, 23 to 11. Lucas, top of the circle, walked at the other end. He's not going to be the guy that probably shoots the three ball for you. So he saw two options right and left, and while he was deciding, he did the crossover step. And Amherst, who takes pretty good care of the ball, has six turnovers right now. Lockhorn reenters for Amherst, as does Thompson. They'll take Abbott and Lucas out. 23-11 to 11, Amherst, 5.30 to go here. In the first half of play. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. As Eggleston puts it on the floor, into the paint, draws the foul, and the left-hand layup goes. Lockhorn came over to try and help out, but he got in the air and is called for the foul. And Micah Eggleston with his first bucket of the ball game. Again, at the half, we'll talk with Amherst girls basketball coach Nathan Dietz. Winners of three in a row now after a 47-36 win over SEM. We'll look at the first half stats and some other scores, and Eggleston completes the three-point play by knocking it home. And right back into the ballgame for Amherst will be the two guys that just checked out, Abbott and Lucas. So the lead's down to nine. It was 16. SEM trying to work their way back into the ballgame. If they can do that by halftime, get kind of a fresh start, that's all Coach Lyon could ask for after the troubling beginning to this game, and now their defense has been a little bit better over the last four minutes. Lucas dribbles to the right elbow behind the back up to Abbott. 4-3. It clanks off the iron. No good. Zarin Schroeder will grab the rebound. Amherst 1-5 from the outside. Eggleston gets into the paint. Ball fake dish underneath Schroeder, and he is going to put it up. No good. Hits the deck. Heckin' Lively will get the offensive rebound and be fouled. They thought Schroeder had drawn the foul, but then Heckin' Lively was able to pick up the trash, and he'll go to the line. He made two free throws in the first quarter. He's got four points. There have been plenty of fouls called, but it's intense down there. There's no doubt about it. And that's on Dakota Abbott, his first. Nine fouls on the Broncos. Four on the Mustangs. And a left-handed free throw by Heckin Lively is through there. The lead is at eight. This is usually where Amherst comes down and knocks down a three. They missed one here this last trip down. But all the work kind of won two points at a time for SEM. They've got to continue to play defense because it doesn't look like they're going to get up and down the floor and nail 
six points and a 30-second fan. Missed the free throw, but the rebound put right back up and in by Jason Line, who caught it, shot it all in one motion in the air, and the lead is down to six. Ten straight SEM, 23-17 on the block. Abbott back out top into the ball game. Colin Jackson, he decides to drive in a reaching foul called on Zarin Schroeder, who picked the ball at the top of the circle. The official said, no, he got him on the arm. Oh, no, they're calling it on line. I think they got the wrong guy. They called it on Jason Line, his second. It was Schroeder that was up top, and on the inbound, players end up on the floor. We're going to get a jump. The arrow points the way of Amherst, so they will try it again. They were all over Holden Eckhout, who had to get down to the floor just to save the possession and now need a towel to clean up where all the big boys landed. 23-17 Amherst, 4.36 to go in the second quarter. They were up 16 to start this quarter. They got up 23-7. It's 10 in a row for SEM. So Amherst... Holden Eckhout has the three points for him in the quarter. And after getting 10 in the first, Adelung, so far nothing here, but they run a screen for him to get the inbounds past top of the key. Zarin Schroeder hangs with him. Gives it to Eckhout right back up top to Adelung. Ooh, Jackson's open underneath. They just didn't get it to him in time. He kind of slid in there sneaky. Abbott back up top. Trying to overplay the ball here is SEM. Staying in the zone. Jackson on the left wing, back up top, Abbott to Lucas. Lucas, left-hand dribble, down the side of the key, gets it underneath to Eck out his layup, all the way around and out, no good, got his own rebound, no good. Heckin' Lively will pull it down for SEM. Fast break the other way line, pulls up from six, it won't go, and then Eck out is over the back of Eggleston. Second foul for Holden Eck out, the tenth foul of the half on Amherst, and that means two free throws. Coming up for Rhett Heckin' Lively. And Claflin coming into the basketball game. They were a little confused. They've already made the sub, so just let them stay in there since they've already done that. Mateo back in. Claflin back in. And Eggleston will go to the line to shoot two. First free throw on the way. It's good. Five in the game now for Eggleston. 23-18, 11 in a row for SEM. Second free throw on the way, and it's in and out, no good. Rebound brought down by Colin Jackson, his first of the ball game. As always, a big thanks to the folks here at SEM for their hospitality as Adelung gets it over on the wing to Clay Lucas. Lucas, between the legs, comes in, forced jumper, but he is able to end the drought here for the Broncos with his second bucket of the ball game, 25-18. Still have three and a half to go here in the second quarter of play. And now Line settles it down, kind of slowing the pace of the game here a little bit, maybe frustrating Amherst by doing that. Eggleston one-on-one against Jackson, backs him into the paint, gives it off to Line. Jason on Lucas gets doubled, now needs some help. Back out to Eggleston. Top of the circle, they'll find Mateo, swings it right side to Claflin. Claflin guarded by Holden Eckout, and they'll reset it. Claflin on the weak side, right side, dribbles to the baseline. 360, takes it out, Eckout. And the tough shot rolls in. Trace Claflin, who's still hobbled after hitting the ground hard early in the game and banging that knee. 25-20. Here's a pull-up jumper from 17 right through the heart. Trevor Adelong, his first points of the second quarter. He's got a dozen. 
27-20, line left elbow. He'll try and answer. Off the front of the iron, no good. Dakota Abbott with his sixth rebound. Could be a little swing back in Amherst's favor if they get one here. Adelung Stetter dribble, teardrop, good. One-on-one to both times down the floor, and the lead is right back to nine. Eggleston coast-to-coast. His driving layup skips off the rim, no good. Dakota Abbott the rebound. Up ahead, Lucas to Jackson. Reverse layup, that's six points in 20 seconds for Amherst. And all that work is gone for SEM. Now Eggleston, they're playing at Amherst pace. He misses the shot. SEM's going to need a timeout as the rebound brought down by Eckout. SEM is taking the cheese, and the trap is slapping their neck. Lucas for three. Timeout, SEM. And that's how the Broncos do it, people. Couldn't get anything going. They had three points in the first five minutes of the quarter, and then they sting you for 11 it's 34-20 Broncos in one minute worth of time. And this time out brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. A little 9-0 run in one minute. Unbelievable. And that has put the lead right back to 14. It had been 16 SEM, used most of the quarter to cut it to 5, and now 34-20 Broncos. With a 9-0 run in one minute. Line with the basketball to Eggleston. In the corner, Claflin left side. Kicks it back out on the wing. Eggleston. A little confusion about who's supposed to be where. Claflin takes it at the high post. Knocked away from behind. The steal is made. Second turnover the quarter for SEM. Adelung brings it up the floor. They trap him off, so he gives it to Abbott. 10-footer. Won't go. Jason Line will grab his third rebound. Jason down the middle of the floor, trying to avoid traffic. Pulls up. Takes the three. And got it. Jason Line now with seven points. That's the first three of the ball game for SEM. Down 34-23, Bergstrom. Back in the ball game, gives it off to Adelung. Adelung, bounce pass, trying to get it down to Eckout. He's losing his balance, and he ends up throwing it away. He was either going to step out of bounds or travel, and Bateo comes away with the steal. Up the floor, Hecken Lively on the right block. Tries to get squared up. Instead, back out in the corner to Line. Step back three. Got it! Jason Line, back-to-back threes. And here we go in this back-and-forth affair. 34-26 Amherst. 45 seconds to go before halftime. Coaches Adelung and Giffen off the bench. As Trevor has the ball with the left-hand dribble, running screens, gets to the left wing, hands it to Eckhout. Would they hold for the last shot? At the moment, it looks like they are. Now Adelung in the center circle, just dribbling the basketball with 25 seconds to go. Before halftime, Ravenna Sanitation halftime report coming up. Mateo. Just giving a little bit of cushion here to Adelung. As they've got many plays set up for this exact situation. He's checking with Coach Given about when to go and what the play is. I don't think they're ready. Now Adelung will start going with seven. Blows by Mateo. Comes down the lane. The left-hand layup is good. Inbounds pass for SEM. Eggleston from half court. Off the iron. No good. And that's the first half between the top two teams of the Fort Kearney Conference boys' standings. A big lead early for Amherst. 
by 16. It was cut to 5, then up to 14, then down to 8, and right now it's a 10-point game. Amherst 36, SEM 26, here on KKPR-FM. Carney Hastings, Grand Island, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. As a proud supporter of the athletes and academics, Scott of Slyker Heating and Air Conditioning would like to extend a great thank you to everyone. When you need a new unit or service on your furnace, air conditioner, or heat pump, trust Slyker Heating and Air. Scott takes great pride in his community and all the athletes in and out of the game. From the smallest job to the biggest, Slyker does it personally so you know you can trust that it's done right. Slyker Heating and Air, serving Cumro and surrounding area. We are on a mission for more. At Producers Hybrids, we think, work, and live outside the bag. That's what makes us different. As the leader in the Western Corn Belt, we focus on superior products, elite genetics, and cutting-edge trait technologies. We are exceedingly greater and out-yield the rest. Contact your local dealer, Jared Kenny today at 308-440-9832 or visit ProducersHybrids.com. We are Producers Hybrids. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. And welcome back to SEM High School. Again, a big thank you to William Wagner and all the folks here, as always, for their hospitality. It is halftime of the boys' game. SEM trying to knock off Amherst, and the winner will have sole possession of first place in the regular season standings. Right now it's Amherst 36 and SEM 26, and this is the Ravetta Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravetta Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Also, just underway in the second half at the first media timeout, 16 minutes to go, Northwestern 39, Nebraska 33. The Nebraska women, it's not good. Purdue 88-45 defeat the Husker women tonight. In our girls' game earlier this evening, it was a little more offensive in the first half, defensive in the second half, but Amherst, Led pretty much wire to wire to win it 47-36. to Taryn Hadwiger was a force in the post with 14 points. Emily Arnold got all 11 points in the first half by hitting some threes. And uh, their defense really limited SEM. In fact, the Mustangs scored just two field goals. The rest were free throws in the second half. Third straight win for Amherst. Coach Nathan Dietz joins us here. Congratulations, Coach. Thank you. Uh, coming into a game tonight, SEM had struggled, but then all of a sudden, last time out, they go and put some points up and look like they're going to be a competitive team by beating Eustace Farnham. That probably had to open the eyes a little bit. Even though you worried about your team, you go, well, wait a minute. Uh, this is going to be a heck of a boys game, but they're going to give us all they want, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're looking at who they played. They played a really pretty tough schedule so far this year. And, you know, them being a, just a two-win team, they're much better than a two-win team when you're looking at them on paper. What about your ball club? We'll break down the game here in a little bit, but I know that you've been battling injury, of course, right off the get-go at the start of the season. You lose your top score to start things off in the third game of the year in Madison Murphy, and then you have some illness, some other injuries. Hadwiger, who was so big today, had missed six straight games. 
you finally feel some comfort that has allowed you to get these three wins? Yeah, you know, losing Taryn, and we've been battling sickness. We were missing a starter for two games before this. Um, you know, and just our rotation was off, and just getting some consistency, you know, and losing uh, Madison Murphy there early in the year definitely changed things quickly for our team, uh, both an emotional leader on the floor and, you know, a two-year returning starter there, and just just a player that can do a lot of good things for us, you know, and just learning how to play without her as a team. Talk about getting out of the gate uh, in, in pretty good fashion. It was, I guess, it was slow for about the first three minutes, and I think your girls scored nine or kind of like the boys, nine or eleven points in about ninety seconds, and and showed some confidence shooting the basketball. Emily, one of the reasons, knocking down some threes. Yeah, yeah. No, we want to try to push the ball up and down the floor and get some easy buckets. Um, and Emily definitely is a decent shooter here for us and then try to get some post touches with Taryn there um, and try you know to create some turnovers you know if we can do that we're going to have some success seeing you earlier in the year obviously uh, with some of those girls out at the holiday tournament you had trouble handling the press that wasn't really an issue tonight but you also had a Jaden Shockey who looked good when you could get her the ball now that Hadwiger's back you kind of split time between the two what's what's the difference with those two players uh, the, the game that they play you know Taryn's just a, a little quicker in the post a um, little more confident Jaden's come a long ways you know from where she was at the start of the year she kind of got put in a tough spot there with losing the Murphy girl um, but she's improved so much through this year and I think you know going forward can be a dominant force for us just getting that confidence you know catching the ball in the low post and going up and scoring with it Nate, what about uh, the, the FKC tournament? Obviously, you want to get that win on Saturday. You want to get as many games in. Uh, if you win, you try a tough one in Elm Creek, but let's talk about the first one Saturday. Yeah, you know, we played Wilcox just a week ago. Um, we're able to have some success missing the Tinsher girl with that game, so hopefully be full strength going in Saturday. I know they were missing some girls also and maybe potentially being healthy, you know, same time as us. So, you know, we got to focus with that one. And then Elm Creek's a very, very quality opponent with the three players that they have, you know, being the one seed. You know, not seated exactly where we would want to be seated, but that's where we're at, and we'll play who we play. Coach, obviously, some from time to time people forget, okay, you're the C2 team in the conference. So a lot of these teams end up in the same sub-district and district and bang around each other. That's not really the case for you. You're going to be in a fairly competitive district. What do you tell the girls as you get to this final stretch of the season? You know, you, you just got to cherish every game and – enjoy the process and enjoy the games and you know as seniors you know send send them out on a positive note and leave the underclassmen with something to look forward to next year you know we got Ravana in our sub that's a very very quality quality opponent Arcadia Loop City we played them earlier in the year um, and then Wood River Centura so you know some good ball clubs there some traditional powerhouse programs and you know we go out and compete and do what we can do all right, Coach, we'll wish you the best of luck You're starting in the conference tournament this weekend. All right, thank you so much and appreciate everything you guys do. You bet, buddy. Nathan DT is the head basketball coach of the Amherst girls. They won it 47-36 tonight. Taryn Hadwiger, 14 points. Emily Arnold, 11. Jaden Shockey led the way with nine rebounds for SEM. Nine points for Michaela Dittmer and Lindsay Dittmer. Eight points, nine rebounds. Sarah Rip, eight points for Jocelyn Songson. Halftime of the boys' game. 36-26. Let's go ahead and take a look at the uh, first half numbers. Amherst in the lead. First off for SEM, Kevin Bateo has a rebound. Zarin Schroeder, two points, two rebounds. Jason Line with two back-to-back threes. Key here in this second quarter now has 10 points, three rebounds, and a block. Nathan Schroeder, a rebound. Trace Claflin has four points. Five points for Micah Eggleston and a rebound. And Red Heckin Lively. Coming off the bench has five points and three rebounds. Seven points in the first quarter, 19 in the second. At the half, SEM has 26 points, 
11 rebounds. 8 out of 13 at the free throw line, which is pretty big here uh, compared to what we see from Amherst. 2 out of 7 from three-point land and 6 turnovers. Foul situation, Bateo and Line each have 2. For Amherst, Trevor Adelung leads the way with 16 points, 1 rebound. Holden out 7 points, 5 rebounds. Clay Lucas, 7 points and two rebounds. Grant Bergstrom, two points. Dakota Abbott, two points, seven boards. And Colin Jackson, two points and a rebound. 20 points in the first quarter, 16 in the second. At the half, 36 points, 16 rebounds. Four out of five at the free throw line, two of six from three-point land, seven turnovers. Adelung and Eckout, along with Bergstrom, all have two fouls for Amherst. But at the half, 15-1 Amherst leads 11-0 SEM, 36-26. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. Second half is coming up next. Today's farm tractor is a workhorse for farmers and ranchers. That is why Stryker Tractor Service of Eddyville is in such demand. With over 40 years of experience, they repair and offer free troubleshooting advice on all tractors. Stryker Tractor Service sells used tractors and stocks a variety of starters, alternators, and clutches. To keep your workhorse going strong, call Stryker Tractor Service in Eddyville. Is a proud sponsor of this broadcast. Good luck from everyone at Stryker Tractor Service. As a soybean grower, what does it mean when DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go? When it's planting time, they deliver seed when, where, and how you need it. Your local Pioneer team is on call to provide the service, products, and insight for your acres with soybean varieties that stand up to sudden death syndrome. Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis are your local Pioneer Seed dealers. Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success. With our producer-engineer, Ed Smith, Doug Duda, ready to get the second half underway. Our Seeds to Success brought to you by your Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information to help get the most out of every acre? It's easy. Pioneer.com and your mobile. Pioneer.com and your smartphone. The great Seeds to Success for a better yield begin with Pioneer. And Amherst is going to come out and really pressure the ball here to start the third quarter of play for SEM. SEM looks like they're going to slow it down, look for the back cuts, look for the drive, but really both teams have done a lot of just one-on-one work. They lob it to the high post, and they get it into the hands of Nathan Schroeder. He's triple-teamed to line, tries to get his defender in the air, now gets it to Eggleston. Back out top of the circle, good defense there by Amherst. Inside to Schroeder again, runs into Eckout, needs some help, kicks it out on the wing. Now in the corner, Claflin, 4-3. He's got it. That was really good defense by Amherst. But Trace Claflin buries his first three of the game, and it's 36-29 Amherst, and Adelung goes one-on-one by Schroeder. That time missed the eight-footer off the heel. No good. Rebound grabbed by Nathan Schroeder. Schroeder will get into the front court, and the layup is made. Underneath, Eggleston and Schroeder, and the layup good. So a great start here for SCM. They've got it back down to five. Adelung again, works it into the paint, tries to draw the foul. Line tips it away. Back out Bergstrom, 4-3. It is no good. Short. Rebound, out of bounds, off of Amherst. Again, this was 23-7 after the first bucket of the second quarter in favor of Amherst. 16 points down to 5, up to 14, down to 5 again right now. Just underway here in the third quarter, but already five points on the board for SEM to cut the lead in half. In the corner, Schroeder for three. He's got it. And an 8-0 start here. Zarin Schroeder with his first three. They hit their last two by line to end the second quarter. Their first two here. 
into Eckout, a one-hand grab, works it up, draws the foul. Nathan Schroeder just couldn't help himself but try to slap at the basketball. And for Nathan, that'll be his first personal foul, but what a start here for SEM. They have cut it to 2, 14, down to 2. And at the line, holding Eckout, he's one of two. He has seven points, and the first one is right through there. First point of the second half for Amherst, but in 90 seconds, SEM got eight. couple of threes and a deuce. Second free throw now for Holden Eckout. The lefty puts it up short. No good. Rebound, Zarin Schroeder, his third. 37-34 Amherst up the floor to Jason Line. Back out top, Schroeder. Working the right side, he'll get it to line again. Jason guarded by Clay Lucas as they spread the floor. He's standing right in front of his dad at the bench. Hands it off to Zarin Schroeder. Run line through on the backside, trying to find the cutter Eggleston. They get it to him, and then he'll give it off to Claflin, who wasn't expecting it, and his eight-foot jumper is no good. Grant Bergstrom the rebound. He'll bring it all the way up the floor, kick it into the right wing to Lucas. Down on the right block to Eckout. Back out top, Abbott, 4-3. It is short, no good. Ball comes off hard, but right into the hands of Trace Claflin. Up ahead they go Eggleston. A three would tie it for SEM. Claflin top, going to take it at Abbott. Right by him, and he scores. Trace off the dribble, and it's a one-point game, 37-36. Adelung hustles it up the floor. Schroeder stays with him. They completely open the lane, everybody around the arc, and now Abbott will slide down around the post. Lucas at the top of the circle against the man-to-man defense of the Mustangs. 37-36, 5.15 to go third quarter. The 10-point lead almost completely gone. Adelung working on Schroeder up top. Eckout holding for three. He got it. All four points in the quarter for Amherst from Holden Eckout. And he's now got 11 in the game, 40-36. to 36. Amherst won't give the lead away. Claffin for three. It won't go. Ball fighting for it. Ends up in the hands of Clay Lucas. We run the other way. Lucas wants to go coast to coast. Now kick it out to Adelung for three. 19 for Trevor Adelung. Back-to-back trifectas, and the one-point lead is out to seven. That's the kind of game we've had. Mini runs or big runs, however you want to put them together. As soon as Amherst lets the lead get away, they find a way to build it. Now Line wants to go off the dribble. Pulls up over Eckout and hits the eight-footer. Gives it the fist pump. He's got a dozen points. 43-38 in what's been a pretty entertaining third quarter so far. Adelong on the stutter dribble. Back for another three. Eckout. That one won't go. Waiting for it to come down. Zarin Schroeder. We'll get the rebound. Up ahead, Eggleston. Nobody got him. He'll hit it in with a left-hand layup. Nine for Eggleston. 43-40. And we still have four minutes to go third quarter. This is what the fans came to see. Abbott on the post. Turns. Missed. Got it. Back score. Boy, what a quick first step Dakota Abbott had. Missed it. He was so quick, but he stood right there, grabbed it, and put it back up and in. Dakota Abbott just his second bucket of the ball game. It's mainly Eckout and Adelon tonight offensively. For Amherst. Driving in Schroeder. Got fouled out of lung. That's his third. Oh, don't try to sell that, Trevor. That was as clean a foul or as easy a foul as you're going to get called all night. And that'll be the third. And that's where you got to watch. Him and Eckout and Line all had th- two coming into the quarter. And we've got a bunch of subs because these 10 have been out there for the third quarter. Need a breather. Adelung's going to stay in. With 3.39 to go here in the third, 45-40 Amherst, SEM ball. We were talking about our seeds to success. It started so quickly, 
that we didn't even get a chance to break it down. SEM kind of took care of that for us, but here a five-second call, and they'll turn it over for the seventh time, each team with seven turnovers. I was going to say for Amherst, Adelung, you don't want him to have to win it one-on-one. He's really good at doing that, and it doesn't look like they will have to, but Adelung at the top of the circle for SEM. Just keep doing what you're doing. They keep coming back. They've got the confidence. Don't ever let that get away from you. Back cut, easy layup. Riley Thompson on the assist from Adelong, and that's what I was talking about. Trevor shouldn't have to score all the points. Let him get involved. Let him get some assists. 47-40. Amherst by seven. Skip pass, Mateo. On the right elbow, they tried to get it to Heck and Lively. Ball gets knocked away. Mateo does pick it up, so saved here at a line. Jason, jump stop, got bumped. Fadeaway jumper just had to throw it up, and it comes up short. Rebound, hold it, Eck out. So here we go. Amherst has got a chance to take it to double digits with a three again, and Eck out will take the three, and Eck out will hit the three. And that's been the story of the game, 50-40. to 40. Fast break the other way. Collision, a little out of control to Heckin Lively. He'll put it up and in and draw the foul. Trace Claffin could have been called for a charge had Amherst maybe flopped a little bit better there, but they stood their ground as a tough Bronco defender, and the ball ended up in the hands of Heckin Lively, who now has seven points and a chance at a three-point play. It's the first foul of the game on Riley Thompson. Lockhorn back out. So you've got Thompson, Lucas, Eckout, Abbott, and Adelung. And for SEM, looks like the heckin' lively. Schroeder, Line, both Schroeders, Line and Eggleston. 2.37 to go here in the third quarter. Amherst 50, SEM 42 as heckin' lively tries to complete the three-point play from the charity stripe. And Rhett, deep breath. Spins out all the way around and out. No good. Holden Eckout will grab his seventh rebound and find Adelung. They try to put a little zone trap on him in the backcourt. Around one, around two. Fires it into the front court to Eckout to the free throw line. Lucas dribbles it off his knee, but it goes right out to Eckout. And now they'll get the half-court offense set here for the Broncos. They love to run transition and plays right off of it. Trying to post up Eckout. Guarded by Heck and Lively. Eggleston kind of shading between him and Lucas, who has the ball on the left wing. They get it to Eck out, back out to Clay. Ball fake, tries baseline, tries to swim it out there, and it's going to be knocked away. Ball turned over, picked up by Schroeder, up to line. Floater, good. Adelung tried to draw the charge with the flop, but good no call. And dealt Jason Line with 14. 50-44, to 44, a minute 50 to go, third quarter. Amherst ball, deep right corner to Thompson. Jump pass back out to Lucas and between the circles to Adelung. Stand more of a 2-3 or 2-1-2 zone right now in the middle of that is second lively. Eck out the lefty, deep three, no good. No good, and the rebound brought down by Micah Eggleston. It kind of hit the net weird. Some of the fans thought he made it. Line comes in, in traffic, gets it to Schroeder. Backing in Nathan, he is in trouble. Gets it back out, Eggleston. He'll drive into the paint. Back to Schroeder. He'll come into the paint. And a hand-check foul going to be called here on the Broncos. For a minute there, we had about seven of the ten players where you could have thrown a fishing net over the top of them. They were so close to each other. The foul will be on Riley Thompson, his second, third team foul. You're listening to KKPR-FM. Carney, Sumner, Amherst. And we've got a timeout on the floor by the Amherst Broncos. With 1.20 to go here in the third, Amherst 50, SEM 44. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 
Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus, it quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st, on the Bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. Looking to protect your seed investment and grow your ROI? At Aurora Cooperative, we have been searching for the right combination of products that do just that. Through Aurora Acre Grow Programs, we have selected three sets of unique product combinations to help protect your seed investment while growing your overall profitability. To learn more about each program and to see which one is the right fit for you and your acres, be sure to contact your Aurora Cooperative sales agronomist about this exciting new opportunity. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work for your farm, your cooperative, and your future. Doug Duda back with you here at SEM. 1.20 to go in the third quarter. Mustang ball down six underneath their own hoop. They'll lob it out top line, guarded by Lucas. Adelung trying to trap him and double. A couple of dribbles back to Batale in the left-hand corner. So Amherst called the timeout, giving SEM time to get a play set up here to cut it to four, maybe three. Eggleston one-on-one. Adelung on him, has to let him go because he's got three fouls, and Micah lays it up and in. Six in the quarter, 11 in the game, 50-46. to Eckhout gets free at the other end, goes right back up top to Adelon. Again, remember, 16 games for Amherst, this number 17. This is only the fourth game that it's even been a game going into the fourth quarter. Both games in the holiday tournament, they beat Ogallala by four and lost to Kearney Catholic, and then, of course, needed the big second half for fourth quarter to beat Arcadia Loop City before the holiday tournament, and Adelon's just going to hold the ball. Mateo comes out on him, he starts to drive, but... They might hold for the last 50 seconds here. It worked at the end of the last quarter. Adelung just blew by his defender. And now Lucas comes out. Five-second count should be on. Gets it back out to Riley Thompson with 20. Into the corner, Eck out. He uses his dribble, and the ball is kicked by line as they try to get it back out front. Here comes Grant Bergstrom, who can knock down the three. It'll give him another outside shooter for Thompson. 13 seconds to go in the quarter. Big shot here. Amherst can take the momentum into the fourth quarter, up four. They get it to Adelung. 12 seconds. Mateo trying to give him cushion. High post, Abbott off a couple of screens. Top of the key, they get it to Eckout. He comes in with a left-hand scoop shot and scores. And that is how the end of the first quarter, or third quarter, will end here. Well, not, not so fast. On the inbounds, the ball was batted. And then it deflected off the backboard, so there's .2 seconds for Amherst to try to get a tip in. They have to tip it, and Abbott has it knocked. Oh, they're going to call a foul. They're going to call a foul. Abbott went to tip the ball, and one of the Mustangs bumped him on the arm, and that Mustang was Jason Line. Man, just the last trash three seconds go horribly wrong for SEM, and Abbott puts the free throw up no good. It's not even really the two free throws here. It's that the third foul has been called on Jason Line. Abbott misses the first one, the second one here on the way, and good. So three points in the last four seconds of the quarter, and we go to the fourth. Your score, Amherst 53 and SEM 46. 
The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is here. The 10th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic, February 11th, with eight hand-picked quality high school basketball matchups, including Papillion La Vista versus Sunrise Christian Academy, a nationally known team out of Wichita. Area teams include Grand Island Central Catholic, Gothenburg, York, St. Cecilia, and Aurora. Get day-long admission for one low price at Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic. First tip-off at 9 a.m. Feature game tip-off at 9.15 p.m. Saturday, February 11th. Be there. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. We go to the fourth corner of play, and the inbounds is stolen away. SEM Bateo to Eggleston. Eggleston fouled, and he makes the layup. Amherst threw it away on the inbounds pass. Just when one team tries to do something, the other team nails it. Eggleston, the foul was called on Clay Lucas, his second, and he'll put the free throw up and in. Micah now has 13 points in the basketball game, and that'll make it 53-49. Adelung, top of the circle, has a game-high 19. Eck out to Bergstrom for three, and that bounces off the rim no good. Abbott skies for the rebound. It goes out of bounds, and they will give the ball to Amherst. Nine points in that last quarter for Eckout. He has 16 in the game. Amherst ball underneath their own hoop, up by four. They have never trailed. They were up 16 to start the second. Free throw line jumper Abbott spits out. No good. Micah Eggleston with a rebound. Here he comes to the top of the circle, still with a dribble. Backs in, then kicks it out to Schroeder. He'll come down the right side. Nowhere to go and threw it away. Each team had just one turnover in the third quarter, so both have taken pretty good care of the ball the way the pace is going. SEM and Amherst each have eight turnovers in the game. Don't forget our Asara Care moment of the game coming up later on. Adelung trying to get one-on-one here with Zarin Schroeder. Out top, Eck out in the paint. Abbott turns over Claflin and lays it in. So they had all their eyes on the two guards, and that time they got it down on the post. And Abbott more than equal to the task. 55-49 Amherst. Trying to hand SEM their first loss of the year, but the Mustangs just keep battling. They've taken a couple of shots to the chops and keep getting up, but they have not tied it. After being down 16, they cut it to one. Here's Eggleston again. Got bumped. They let it go, but he still makes a tough left-handed shot, and Micah really elevating his game. All five of the points here in the quarter. He's got 16, and we got a foul call. So actually, Eggleston now the leading scorer. And a hand-check foul call here on the Mustangs. Looks like that'll be on Zarin Schroeder, his first. Three fouls in the half on SEM, four on Amherst. Inbounds pass, beautiful. They go to the high post into Eckout. He just hands it off to Adelung, but Adelung missed the shot. Rebound, Claffin. He's trying to go coast to coast. Runs over a man, makes the shot, wave it off, charge. Coach Line hoping that that would go his way. But a good, good 
charge taken there by Abbott, I believe it was. And again, they want to wipe the floor up. It's a hard-fought game. Second foul on Trace Claffin. That's just a tough one. It's a block charge. I think it was the right call. Trace got away with one earlier in the game, so kind of fate or destiny was on the side of Amherst that time. When we're done, the new West Post game show. Earlier tonight, Amherst beat the SEM girls 47-36. to And now they're trying to double Adelung in the backcourt, so Grant Bergstrom will come up to try to help. Doesn't matter. Adelung got free, got the ball. Now he's up the floor. Now they have numbers. He'll go down the left side of the key, kick it out to Eck out to the trailer. Lucas, who knives his way down the lane, uses the glass and scores. Clay Lucas, his first bucket of the half, but he's got nine, and that was just guys playing together. They knew exactly what was going to happen when Adelung broke the pressure. Now Schroeder down low. Nathan doubled up to Zarin. Kicks it back out. Claffin. He'll take it at Abbott. Right baseline. Claffin blocked it out of bounds. Nice defensive play there by Dakota Abbott. And we have some substitutions coming into the ball game. But what it's all about right now, SEM, can they catch Amherst? Can they catch Amherst? A little confusion about what's going on over at the scorer's table. Inbounds pass comes to Eggleston. All the refs weren't ready, but they're going to let him play anyway. Eggleston gives it up top. Zarin Schroeder over to line, and Jason's been quiet lately. A couple of buckets early in the third quarter. He's got 14, but not much here the last six, seven minutes. Line gives it to Eggleston. They're playing 26 feet away from the hoop. Micah puts the ball on the floor into the paint, hands it off. Schroeder has position, and he hits the five-footer. For a minute there, I thought Nathan was going to pass it off from five feet away. That's his first bucket of the game. 57-53 Amherst. 5.20 to go. Adelung crossover on Schroeder. Gives it to Lucas. He'll put the ball on the floor. Dish it off to Abbott. Abbott comes up on a baseline. His shot rattles out from six feet. Rebound Schroeder. Schroeder up ahead. Eggleston walked with the basketball. Eggleston got to the free throw line where he had to make his decision, and then he didn't have anybody to pass it to, and he shuffled the feet. Turnover number nine, and that seems to be what it's like all night long for SEM. There was a chance to make it a one-possession game again, and it didn't happen. Mateo trying to sub into the ball game here. They're waiting to wave him in, and line's going to come out just for a little bit of a breather. Amherst has their original five starters on the floor. Adelung, out Lucas, Bergstrom, and Abbott. They get it into Adelung. And he'll throw it back to Lucas. And they've got numbers again. Four on three. Clay down the middle of the lane. Kicks it to Abbott. 13-footer left baseline. No good. Offensive rebound. Lucas kicks it out to Adelung. Fakes the three. Drives into the paint. Tried to hand it to Abbott. And it's knocked away. Bateo comes away with the loose basketball. To Eggleston. Back to Bateo. On the front court right wing. Schroeder to Schroeder on the right block. And then it's going to be picked away from behind by Adelung. Great steal by Trevor. And he will slow it up. That was huge because SEM was about ready to get a layup. And he just came over and helped out, ripped it away. 4.30 to go. Adelung with 19 to lead the way. He wants more. He'll drive. He'll score. He'll draw the foul. He's just too good off the dribble one-on-one for anybody that's tried to guard him tonight for SEM. 21 points for Trevor. Ten of those were in the first quarter where he was 3 of 3 at the line. And this will be his first charity shot. Since that time, second foul on Zarin Schroeder. And Adelung will go to the free throw line. 
where he is a 79% free throw shooter. And he'll have that one spin out. It was all the way down, and it was like a bad cookie. It came back up. Rebound brought down by Claffin. SEM needs a bucket, so Line will take it all the way in. Left-hand scoop, good. 16 for Jason Line, and the studs are playing hard tonight. 59-55. Both of those young men average right around 20 points. Down to Eckhout. Got inside Schroeder. He spins with a left hand and hits the tough shot. Eckhout with 18. 61-55. Four minutes to go. Amherst by six. Line looking for more. Back out Eggleston. He's right at the top of the circle. One-on-one against Bergstrom. He'll take it on him. Sliding over. A blocking foul. Eckhout. The shot is good. Again, a 50-50 bang-bang. This time it goes on a blocking foul on Holden Eckhout. His third. He saw what was coming with Eggleston, and he slid over there. And a chance again to complete a three-point play. The foul is on Holden, his third. And for Eggleston, he'll try and complete a three-point play. He had the first five points of the quarter here for SEM. But what a game it's been. Everything you could hope for. And if they play next week in the finals, remember one thing. SEM High School Gym, small. Viero Event Center, college size gym, big. Which means that there is a lot more spacing and probably more advantageous, a little to Amherst, who you would think is the quicker team here, although SEM's not slow. They will slow it down from time to time. Both teams have five fouls. The next jump ball goes to SEM. Still 3.48 to go. They've got everything cleaned up, and Eggleston now trying to complete the three-point play. He's a little sweaty. Lefty puts it up too strong. Rebound brought down by Holden Eckout. His eighth board. He and Dakota Abbott have just about all of the Amherst rebounds. 61-57 Broncos, 3.40 to go. Here in the fourth quarter of play in a jam-packed SEM gymnasium. Adelung just dribbling the ball, wants to takes Schroeder off the dribble, starts to drive, then backs up, just kind of toying with him right now. It's a high one for everybody else for Amherst is just standing around, so they come out and foul him. Coach Darby Lyons said, come out and double him. Let's make something happen. And as soon as they did, Saren Schroeder committed his third personal foul, sixth team foul on the Mustangs. And now Clay Lucas to throw it in at midcourt. Eggleston trying to guard the inbound. Looking, 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 and a five-second count. Kind of a quick five-second count. And now it'll be SEM basketball. More of a four and a half, but there was nothing happening there for Amherst. They really were trying to set up one guy, Adelung, to come off the screen. Chance to make it a one-possession game again. Can SEM do it? They'll give it to line way out near midcourt. Lucas comes out on him. Five-second count moving. Jason puts it on the floor. Starts to the right. Dribbles behind the back. Goes to the left. And a reach-in foul on Lucas. He got caught in the crossover. Third foul on Lucas. The team fouls are now even at six. Fort Kearney Conference basketball on KKPR-FM. Kearney, Sumner, Amherst, Eddyville, Miller, Riverdale. All the great communities coming together. Glad to have you along with us here in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Line trying to go one-on-one, kicks it into the corner. Schroeder's open for three, and he got it. Zaren Schroeder, his second three of the ball game, and again, it's a one-point contest. 61-60, they lob it to Eckout. He's around the defender, missed the layup. The ball slapped away. The foul's going to be called on SEM. 
Eckhout knew that he missed it from the left block, so just kept on following it through to the right block, and he was run over by Nathan Schroeder. And this will be a one-and-one coming up for Eckhout. 18 points, two of four at the line. Again, if you missed it early, SEM was down 23-7 to a minute into the second quarter, down 16. They were able to cut it to five. Amherst took it to 14. Then they were able to cut it to one. Then we got it back up to nine, and now it's down to one again. But SEM has never led. 2.41 to go. 61-60 Broncos as Holden Eckhout awaits the front end of the one-and-one. It must absolutely be a torture chamber warm down there on the floor. We're up in the wrestling deck, so we're up above all the fans. But they've had to wipe up a lot of perspiration, and here we go. Eck out to shoot the front end of the one-and-one. Holden puts it up, and no good. Long rebound comes out to Micah Eggleston, and now SEM has a chance to take the lead for the first time in the game. Eggleston with the ball. They're trying to deny line. Lucas all over him. He's got to be careful that he doesn't Reach out and foul him, and Eggleston, working time one-on-one against Bergstrom, still out in front of the bench. Now he brings it to the high post, off to Schroeder. Zarin kicks it on the wing to uh, Nathan. Nathan Schroeder back to Zarin on the right wing. 2.15 to go. Don't lose the aggressiveness here if you're SEM. Forget the moment. Clap it in there as well. Line getting ready to set the screen. Plenty of timeouts left. SEM has three. Amherst has four. Eggleston, as it's getting a little close, gets it to line, off the screen, pulls up from seven, and a foul will be called as he's bumped on the elbow on the way up. And Jason Line will go to the line to shoot two with a chance to give the Mustangs their first lead of the night with 1.58 remaining. The foul, by the way, is on Trevor Adelong, his fourth, and the game's leading scorer with 21. Here we go with Line. He's ready. He puts the first one up. We're tied. Line three of three at the line, 17 points, time out, Amherst with 1.58 to go. It's the first time we've been tied since it was 2-2, 61 all in a battle for the FKC lead right after this. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now, but if you want first pick on their 2017 inventory or want to special order a new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and check out the full lineup of Larson FX fishing boats or the new Four Winds RS SS 230s. They also have great buys on pontoons and tritunes. Buzz's offers competitive no-hassle financing for new and pre-owned boats, so it's one-stop shopping. The best dealer between Denver and Omaha. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine. South Central Avenue, Carney. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Doug Duda back with you here at SEM out of the Amherst timeout, the second free throw for Jason Line to give SEM their first lead of the game. He'll put it up. He'll hit it. And SEM leads it 62-61 on the 18th point of the night for Jason Line. Now it's Adelung with a basketball for Amherst. Tries to lob it in to Eckout. He's well covered. It's batted away, and Amherst turns it over. Coming up with a loose ball is Zaren Schroeder. Third turnover of the quarter for Amherst. Now Amherst in an unfamiliar spot. Down, and they don't have the ball with a minute 40 to go. 
High post, Clappin on the left elbow. He's going to take it at Abbott. And a foul going to be called on Amherst, bodying up. And a one and one will be coming up, and this might not be the worst spot in the world for Amherst. Might not be a bad foul. Trace Claffin will go to the line. He is a 52% free throw shooter. It's the second foul on Dakota Abbott. Front end of the one and one on the way and all net. Ten points now for Trace. Don't forget when we're done, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We will have all the final stats for you. Talk to the coaches. Second free throw. Front of the rim and rolls off. No good. Holdenek out with his 10th rebound. He's got the double-double with 18 points. 63-61. Adelung with the ball for Amherst. Down two. Working on Schroeder. Out to Eckout. Long three. It's off the mark. No good. Bergstrom, though, gets the offensive rebound. Out for three. Lucas. It is no good. Claffin gets the rebound here. And up the floor he comes. And as soon as he got across the timeline, he got fouled. No call. The ball knocked away. Clay Lucas got away with one, and you can hear the fans. Now Bergstrom for three. It's no good. Doesn't matter. They got the rebound. Zaren Schroeder. So an empty possession there off the steal for Amherst. And they commit the foul to stop the clock. It'll be the ninth foul and the fourth of the game on Clay Lucas. He has four. Adelung has four. Eckout has three. And at the line is line to shoot the one-and-one. Free throw on the way. It's good. Five in the quarter, 19 in the game. Jason Line hits it, 64-61. SEM, 58 seconds to go. They don't even put anybody on the free throw lane. It's all Amherst Broncos. And the free throw is on the way. It's a two-possession game. Line hits them all. 65-61, eight in a row here by SEM. Adelong, will they just clear it out for him? Trevor with a left-hand dribble, brings it to the wing, down to Eckout on the post. He's bumped, turned, shoots, missed it. Rebound, Claffin. The shot's not falling for Amherst. Now they're going to have to foul, line in the backcourt. And Lucas trying to get the foul. Time starting to run off at a timeout by SEM. 40 seconds remains in the basketball game. SEM looking for one of the biggest wins in a long, long time. 65-61. This time out brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, See Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Well, in a game of runs, it's SEM that is currently on one. They have scored, I believe it is 10, because I think it was 61-55. to 55. I know it was 61-57 here in my notes, but... They have the ball in a four-point lead. Now Amherst will put on full-court pressure, and the next Amherst foul will be the double bonus for SEM. A jump ball goes to SEM. Both teams have timeouts, and to throw it in is Schroeder. Nathan looking, looking, and gets it into line, who makes the catch, and then Lucas tries to tie him up, but that'll be his fifth foul. Two seconds, ran off the clock. I would like to see Amherst try to get the 10-second call with 40 seconds left. And Lucas was trying to punch it away, but commits his fifth personal foul. 
Clay will leave us with nine points, four rebounds, and 38 seconds to go. And Line is not the guy that you want at the charity stripe. He is an 84% free throw shooter. And tonight he's six of six, and now he gets to shoot two. We're in the double bonus. First one is up, and it's in and out. So even a little pressure at this moment. The SEM fans, half of them are on their feet. Absolutely jam-packed gymnasium. And they got to see a great one tonight. Second free throw line. Missed them both. Rebound Adelung. So they don't need a three. 38 seconds Adelung. Tries to set up for one. Can't get it. Two. Eck out for three. It's short. It's an air ball. Abbott saves it in, but it goes to Claffin. And they didn't need the three, but they took it. 23 seconds. Trying to get the 10-second count. SEM. Oh, they committed the foul. Boy, there's there's probably seven seconds, and they weren't halfway up to the half-court line, and they foul line. And this could be about enough to do it. 20 seconds remain. Riley Thompson with his third foul. And let's see if line can atone for the last trip down here. <laughs> oh, boy, the free throw is good. That crowd a little quieter right now. 66-61 SEM. Decades. This would be their biggest win. And it's not over. They still have teams to beat if they want to be the regular season champ. Second free throw, good, but now it's a six-point game. And Amherst will probably need a three. 20 seconds to go. They get it to Adelung. Adelung backs up, fires the three. It's off the heel, no good. Abbott will grab the rebound. He'll kick it out. Three-pointer all the way around and out. Eck out, no good. Claflin the rebound with nine seconds to go. One free throw away from uh, securing the victory. Trace Claflin, one of two, and it was earlier in this quarter. And this will officially put it away with nine seconds. He gets two chances. The free throw is on the way. It is good. SEM shuts Amherst down over the final three minutes. Second free throw, Claflin. No good. Rebound brought down by Eckout. Hold it up to Adelung. Ooh, Adelung around the foul. Puts up the three. It's no good. And this basketball game is over. What a comeback. Down 16 points. In the first minute of the second quarter, the SEM Mustangs shocked the Amherst Broncos here on their home court by a final score of 68-61. to They're the number one seed in the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament, and Amherst now hopes that they'll get a rematch next Saturday night at the Viero Events Center in Kearney. Coming up, the New West Post Game Show right here on Classic Hits and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. 
For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family, providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney And welcome back to an excited SEM gymnasium where tonight's game will strengthen the rivalry between the Mustangs and the Broncos. SEM 68 and Amherst 61 finishing the game on a 13-0 run as Amherst missed their last seven three-point attempts. 0 of 7 is what I had them in the fourth quarter and 5 of 20 in the basketball game. We had kept saying for about Two full quarters when they made that first surge, SEM, in the second quarter, down 16 and cut it to five. And the rest of the way, they're just playing catch-up, and they had never been able to get the lead in the basketball game. And what would happen if they got the lead? Well, what happened was they finished it, and Amherst did not score again. 12-0 SEM, 15-2 for Amherst. And you have to feel now that if SEM can uh, take care of a little bit of business, they don't have to play again before the conference tournament, uh, they will shoot up the D2 rankings because many people believe that they had not been tested so far significantly enough this season. Well, they were tested tonight, and they brought it. They brought it heavy, and SEM wins it. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Coach Darby Lyon didn't have to talk to him very long in the locker room. They're all on the floor here as they reemerge from the locker room, as we said, to celebrate one of the biggest wins in decades for the SEM boys basketball program. We'll talk with the coaches and give you all the numbers right after this on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Eddyville, and our friends at Riverdale. Parents, your job is hard. Helping your student find a college won't be your last parental duty. At Hastings College, we promise to say everything you would because we mentor students as if they're our own. Find us at Hastings.edu. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. 
Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. And welcome back to the New West Post Game Show here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. The Nebraska basketball teams defeated tonight, 73-61 Northwestern over Nebraska men. And then the women were pummeled by Purdue, 88-45. We'll give you a UNK update here in just a moment, but first let's go ahead and get to our stats. First off for the Amherst Broncos. I had Trevor Adelung leading the way with 21 points, two rebounds. Riley Thompson, two points. Holden Eckout, double-double tonight with 18 points and 11 rebounds in the basketball game. Clay Lucas, nine points, four rebounds. Grant Bergstrom, two points, two rebounds. Dakota Abbott, seven points, eight rebounds and a block. Colin Jackson, two points and one rebound. I had Amherst for 16 rebounds in the first half, 12 in the second Free throw shooting four of five in the first half, but just two of six in the second half. Three-point shooting two of six in the first half and three of 14 in the second half. Turnovers, seven in the first half, only four in the second half as both teams took uh, pretty good care of the ball for the uh, good defense and the pace of the ball game here tonight. Overall, I had Amherst for 36 points at halftime. They were up 10 at the half. They were held to 25 in the second half, 61 points, 28 rebounds, 6 of 11 from the free throw line, 5 of 20 from three-point land, one block, and 11 turnovers. Amherst 15-2 and two on the season. And the Broncos, the number two seed, will be home on Tuesday night to take on the uh, winner of the play-in game between Pleasanton and Axtell at 745. The first game that night at 6 is Elm Creek and Loomis. We will take a look at the SEM numbers here for you in just a moment. But first, head coach Darby Lyon has made his way up here. And before the smile comes off his face two weeks from today, what probably happened by the time we get to the Viero Center. Coach, uh, what a well-played basketball game. And it's one of the biggest wins SEM has had in a long, long time. It was a huge win. And we're just, I mean, we're just thrilled. The fans are excited. And it was a great atmosphere to play in. And it was just two really good basketball teams going at it. And, and fortunately, we played almost perfect, I think, in the last three or four minutes of that game. I don't think we could have played any better. So um, that's a great team that we beat. Probably a little different in the first three or four minutes, uh, digging that 20-7 to hole. Uh, after one quarter, they get the first bucket of the second quarter. I mean, you're down 16 to a really, really good, experienced basketball team, and you slowly dug your way back into it. Then Amherst puts up nine in about 45 seconds on you and yeah. gets that lead back, but just... Talk about coming back from that 16-point deficit and what it took. Uh, we were in a definite hole. We were, I think we came out just really too pumped up, and our shots weren't falling. But they were playing extremely good defense in the first quarter, um, really up in us. And, and we struggled to get to the rim. We struggled to get good shots, and, and they just played great defense in that first quarter. And then it was just kind of a game of runs. We, we, we got a few comeback runs there, and I thought we were sneaking right back in it, and they'd make a run, and, and we'd be down 10 or 12 or 14 again. So... It was one of those wild ones, but uh, I'm glad our kids uh, hung in there and just really played great defense down the stretch. Of course, you were down 10 coming into the third quarter, and then you came out hot and scored eight points 
in the first 90 seconds and cut it from 10 right down to 2. They built the lead back up, but what you talked about at halftime and what got you that real quick start there in the third? We we told them at halftime the only way we were going to beat them is we are going to have to get some steals and we were going to have to deny on the basketball a little bit. And we were fortunate to get a couple right off the bat in that uh, third quarter, and that really uh, got us us some momentum there. And then they made some other great runs, and and like I said, it was just back and forth, and finally we found a way to win it. Talk about the game Micah Eggleston had tonight. It took a little while. They really, Amherst wanted to deny Jason the ball, and and he ends up making some free throws and getting his average tonight right at 22. But Eggleston kind of took over and showed that he could take you off the dribble and he could do some things. Micah is is really good off the dribble, and, and... I don't know. He he had a tremendous, tremendous basketball game and was not scared. I mean, sometimes in big games in the past, he's been a little reluctant to go to the rim, but tonight he was just uh, Mike Eggleston at his best, and he had a great game. What did you see from Amherst that gave you trouble because people are already, including myself, uh, talking about the possible rematch next Saturday night? But what really... I mean, Adelung's so good one-on-one. It was You can't guard him one-on-one. Yeah. And what did you see from them that, that really did give you the troubles? Yeah, Trevor played a tremendous game, and, and he he is tough. He is tough because he can shoot the three, and he can drive to the rim. And, and uh, you know, we just got to help on him, and I think we played better help defense against him in the second half, and especially in the fourth quarter, and, and that really was an improvement. So One of the things, and we got a little minute here with Darby Line, head coach at SEM, as you were coming back, cut it from 16 to 5. Then it was 14. You cut it to 1. Couldn't get the lead. Couldn't get the lead. It gets to 9 again. And, and I mentioned what would happen if you got the lead. You got the lead, and you continued to shut them down. I believe it was a 13-0 run to, to end the game. Did you sense that same thing? What would happen if we do finally catch these guys? Uh, I think our kids just, I mean, the confidence just built. As soon as we took the lead, I think our confidence just built. And, and they know how to win games. They've been in those big games before, um, and now they're seniors, and they know how to win them if they can get a lead. But, you know, we got the lead at the right time. I mean, it was obviously perfect timing, and, and we were able to get a lead with whatever it was, a minute something left, and, and then able to hang on to it with making free throws. So, Coach, you haven't been in a tight game. A lot of people say, well, have they played anybody and all that kind of stuff. What do you say after the performance tonight and the way you handled it? Well, the kids just played extremely gutty. And I, I knew they would come out a little bit tense because we hadn't played anybody um, real tight lately. And so, um, you know, it was just a matter of getting over those nerves, I think, and, and then executing and playing like seniors. And they did a great job tonight. What would it mean to win a conference championship, whether it's tournament or regular season? Because obviously you still got a couple of tests after the conference tournament oh, if absolutely. you want to win the regular season. Yeah, we've got a. We, we've got a lot of work cut out for us. Our, our schedule's tough at the end, and, and uh, we needed a game like this and, and to come out with a victory um, in a game like this late in the season gives us a lot of confidence. But we needed to play a game like this heading into conference so that we were prepared for that kind of defense and that kind of skill level that Amherst has. And that was a fun game, and you could just tell how bad the Mustangs, whether they were <laughs> coaching, playing, or rooting, wanted this victory. Congratulations, Darby. Thank you very much. It was a lot of fun. And uh, hats off to Amherst. They played a tremendous game. We'll see you next week at the Event Center. Thank you for covering us. You bet. Darby Lyon, the head coach of the victorious SEM Mustangs. They win it tonight by a score of 68-61. to Let's take a look at their final numbers in the contest. As we said, Amherst would probably be a little bit deeper and only six players scoring for SEM. We had Kevin Bateo with one rebound. Zarin Schroeder, eight points, five rebounds. Jason Line ends up with 22 points, the game's high score. 
three rebounds and a block. Nathan Schroeder, two points, three rebounds, but his job was not really to be offense. It was to be defense. Trace Claffin, 11 points, all seven of his rebounds in the second half. Micah Eggleston, one of the best games of his career, 18 points, five rebounds. And Rhett Heckin Lively, he was big in the first half when they were struggling. He did some things, ends up with seven points, three rebounds, but he did some things in that first half that always get forgot about because it was such a great game down the stretch. But Heckin Lively did some things, especially defensively, in that second quarter that when we were talking about him just scraping one and two points back over a six, eight-minute period, that he was a big part of that. 11 rebounds in the first half, 16 in the second half. Uh, Free throw line tonight, SEM obviously got quite a few there as they went down uh, the stretch. Eight out of 13, though, in the first half. Nine out of 15 in the second half. Three-point shooting, two of seven in the first half. Three of four in the second half, which was pretty big for SEM. Turnovers, six in the first half, 11 in the second half. SEM had 26 points at halftime. They put up 42, which even for them is more than the average in the second half. 68 points, 27 rebounds, 17 out of 28 at the free throw line, 5 of 11 from three-point land, one block, 11 turnovers. SEM remains undefeated, 12 and 0 with a 68-61 comeback win over Amherst. And, of course, SEM, the number one seed, will be back here at home on Tuesday night for the boys against the Elwood-Eustis-Farnham winner. And in the semifinals, they'd look at either Overton or Wilcox-Hildreth. Well, ball didn't go in the hole down the stretch for Bill Giffen's Amherst Broncos. He joins us here. And, Coach, um, at least you had been in a couple games in the fourth quarter this year. Really, SEM hadn't... uh, was it more than the ball just not falling down the stretch, or were there a couple other things? Well, you know, I think once once you get the ball not falling falling for you, then you get a little tentative, and I think that on offense we did a little bit that way. Uh, defensively, you know, SEM hit hit some shots, of course, in that, that second half, and uh, came out in the zone that second half and probably shouldn't have. Uh, definitely when they they heard us in that, and and just defending. Uh, Defending that baseline and, and getting some help from the backside too on some of some of number 30's drives that was uh, that was key there too. It, you know he he, he went ba- baseline side on us a lot of times and so that you know that part like I tell the kids you know we gotta we gotta learn from this because if you get beat you better learn or it's not it's not uh, worth worth that. So good teams over over time which you guys have been can kind of break the spirit of the underdog. You get up 16. They make a run, and then bang, in about a minute, you put nine on them and take it right back out to 14. They make that nice start to the third quarter, cut it to one, bang, right back out to nine or ten. You couldn't, I guess, break their spirit. Uh, could yeah. you see that because it was such a rivalry and yeah. an important game? you know, we, we talked about runs. Each team is going to have their runs, and, and we just got to make theirs shorter and ours longer. Well, I, that's what I told them at halftime, and it kind of went the other way. Uh, Basically, you know, not being able to put the ball in the hole to keep up with their pace, and and not not defending uh, well enough, and especially at the end, it's just like we were too timid, and and you know, the uh, hold the neck out had about the only thing player said in the in the locker room afterwards was that you know you can't play timid, and you know you get miss a, miss a few shots, and it's natural to have that sinking feeling, but uh, like I told them, you you got to use it, and and you know what that feeling is of being on your heels and you don't like it. So the answer to that, just attack and, uh, you know, stay up and, and such. But that, that uh, hopefully, you know, they, and I, I don't think they like this feeling very well. And uh, we got another, we can 
get another shot at them if, if we get past some pretty tough teams. couple of uh, individual questions. Obviously, Trevor and Holden always pretty much lead you in scoring, but did you need more help tonight? I mean, you yeah. scored 61 points, but they get 39 of them. Did you need to go where yeah. you're not getting production elsewhere, and why was that? There was opportunities. I think when we watch the film, we'll see that we were a little bit inactive off the ball. And we ran some set plays to get some other people involved, and, and, and they worked. Uh, you know, we're not a high set team, uh, uh, set uh, play team. So, you know, you go to that well, and hopefully that gets them started and doing the back cuts on their own and, and such. And that, that's something we'll work on is make sure that we get a little bit more little bit more uh, action off the ball with those guys. I talked about it with the uh, heckin' lively uh, kid for, for uh, SEM. Sometimes you kind of forget what happens in the first half. Clay Lucas had a heck of a assignment put on him defensively today, and uh, even though Lyon's going to get 22, a lot of that charity stripe late in the ball game. Talk about his performance. Yeah, I thought I thought he played well defensively. You know, did what we wanted to do, and, and of course, you know, Jason's a heck of a ball player. He'll get some points. Just got to make sure that he works for him. And uh, I, you know, just just uh, his supporting cast maybe kind of. Uh, Formed a little bit better than, than some of ours, and, and but you know we've got guys that can do it, and uh, you get through these kind of ball games, and, and you really forget we've been in some tough ball games, but you forget that uh, besides Holden and Trevor, the rest of the guys, this is their first time of being out in the court, you know, and in those 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 type of of, of, uh, of ball games like this, so you know, you, again, you learn from for it, from it, and go on. Bill, last thing before we let you go, obviously conference starts next week. All of a sudden, Pleasanton scoring some points. I haven't got to see him play here the last couple of weeks, so uh, you got to get out of that quarterfinal. But Elm Creek's a defensive ball club. They seem to be playing a little better. I saw him the other night against uh, Ravenna, who likes to get up and down the floor. In, like you, maybe a little different manner than, than, than you. And yeah. everybody's already going to say, hey, let's see that rematch with SEM. I know your guys are going to want that next week, but talk a little bit about there, the conference. Yeah, that's like, like I said. You know, we, we can get them if we, if we uh, beat some pretty darn good teams. And like you just said, you know, Pleasanton's playing, playing pretty darn good. And, and uh, Elm Creek has got a veteran crew, and, and they're playing well. So it's, it's going to be, you know, a, a tough, tough deal to get there. Uh, that's the goal, of course, and uh, but we just got to things that we kind of come up short in tonight. Those areas we really got to work on those and make those a priority. And, and uh, uh, you know, I think we'll the kids kids will be all right. The sun will come up tomorrow morning. I told them, but but uh, again, you got to learn from it and take care of those Neil kids. Yeah, uh, we mentioned yes. them earlier. I know yes. you guys had a little wreck over there today. It sounds like good things, but you yeah. had one of the kids on your basketball team get banged up. Yeah, today. Colton. Colton got, uh, I think, a little bit of facial injury and stuff. We're just, uh, uh, you know, we're thanking the good Lord that, that it wasn't worse, and, and, and I think they're, they're in good enough shape. The youngest Cooper is probably uh, the, the worst, but I think he's in, in decent shape, so make it through. So that, that, that part's good. You know, that puts this, these kind of ball games in perspective. And, you know, you get kind of in your little rut and think your world is real important and something like that happens, and it's just a game. Well, it it was fun. Those entertaining ones, somebody's always on the wrong end. But, Coach, good luck next week. We'll see you at the conference tournament. thanks for your coverage. Thanks, Bill. Bill Giffen, always great. Uh, No matter what, uh, they've won a lot of games, but even after a loss or two, we get to discuss uh, what a great performance is by the rest of their opponents uh, as they win it tonight. We're going to wrap things up right after this on the New West Postgame Show.
NewTech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put NewTech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. This is Mike Allison with Nebraska Land National Bank. Confidence in your bank has never been more important than today. Here at Nebraska Land National Bank, you can take solace knowing that we will always do the right thing to be fair with our customers. We work with our customers to tailor services to meet their individual needs and always have their best interests at heart. It's been a cornerstone of our culture from the beginning. We thank our customers and community for your ongoing confidence in us. Nebraska Land National Bank. Member FDIC. Well, a pretty busy night, and the UNK men get a big win tonight at home over a good Lindenwood team by a score of 75-71. Trey Landsman had 19 points in the ball game tonight for the UNK men's basketball team. So they pick up the win, and the women get their second conference win of the year as the Lopers down Lindenwood by a score of 69-55. to They'll both be home on Saturday afternoon to take on Lincoln University. Nebraska did not fare so well today. The men falling to Northwestern after a close first half, 73-61. Northwestern pulls away, and the Nebraska women thumped by Purdue, 88 to 45. Again, a couple of other scores that uh, would be of note to you in girls basketball action tonight. And Selma Myrna knocked off Ansley Litchfield 42-40. Aurora upended York, the number one seed in the Central Conference, 66-45. Axtell rolled Loomis 67-37. In the Crossroads Conference, Bruning Davenport Shickley beat Exeter Milligan 30-26. In the Centennial Conference, Bishop Newman beat Hastings St. Cecilia 58-42. Deschler girls over Kennesaw. Eustace Farnham beat Elwood 44-33. Lincoln Christian doubled up Grand Island Central Catholic 82-41 in that Centennial Conference Tournament. Sandy Creek edge Sutton 42-40. Superior in overtime beats the Red Cloud girls 49-47. And the Wood River girls beat Gibbon 46-40. In some boys action tonight, Donovan Trumbull beats Ord 62-40. Lincoln Lutheran over Grand Island Central Catholic 57-48 in a consolation game in the tournament in South Loop over Ansley Litchfield 60-30. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Tomorrow night, Carney High at Omaha Westside. And Westside, remember, lost to Norfolk by just one point, even though their record's not very good in the Westside girls. A top 10 program. 530 girls, 715 boys here on Classic Hits. The St. Cecilia Boys Town Boys Semifinal on 1230 KHAS tomorrow night from Chapman Gymnasium. And then Saturday afternoon, we will be bringing you Kearney High at Lincoln High on ESPN 1460. Lou Platt, Fort Kearney Conference coming up next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. For our producer engineer, Ed Smith, I'm Doug Duda, and it was in the girls' game, Amherst 47, SEM 36, while SEM finishes on a 13-0 run to beat the Amherst boys 68-61 to stay undefeated. This is Doug Duda saying good night, everyone.